Have you ever been gaming or working online classes and your internet service constantly gets interrupted? First Nations Fiber is about to ensure that just won't happen again. Get ready for high speed at a new level. Click on fnfiber.com and sign up today. First Nations Fiber, empowering people through connectivity. Welcome, everybody, to the third season, episode one of The Beating Table with your host, Stand up in Gahnawage and myself, Leif Makiwa, here in London, Ontario. Hello, everybody. Um, before we get started, uh, I wanted to maybe just introduce and welcome the guests in studio with Tegorujakwa. In guest studios are Merit Cross from Gahnawage and Dagwahawi Daibo from Gahnawage as well. <laughs> Starting off season three with a bang, and we are so glad that these. Uh, very distinguished and uh, highly sought-after beadwork artists are in studio with us. So welcome, ladies. They go to Yakwa. We've made it to year three. Can you believe it? Oh my We're starting God. off our third year. Pretty crazy. Pretty crazy. Um, what we usually do for those who are maybe uh, have been listening f- to us for the past two years and for maybe those new listeners we usually start our podcast off with uh, just a general checkup to see like what we're doing myself, the Gunyakwa, and maybe checking with our guests. Uh, we try to have guests as much as possible, but sometimes that doesn't always work out. But that is that is not the case today. So with that being said, the Gunyakwa, and we also call her Margaret, so you might know, know her as that also. Uh, how are things with you and the store? How is the, the store? store? Um, it is going good, I guess. <laughs> I'm uh, still just trying to restock right now. The construction is all done. I was awesome. aiming to be open next Wednesday. Um, I'm mm-hmm. not 100% sure yet if that's going to happen, though. Um, uh-huh. I'm just still waiting to bring more stock in. Like, I feel like there are so many people who want to get in there for beads. <laughs> and I think it's going to oh. be like a big feeding frenzy when uh, we open up. So... I want to make sure that there's enough stock in there. There's enough items, like, uh, you know, everything so that we don't kind of get blown out in one day. Yeah. So, yeah. So it might be next week or it might be the following week. But, yeah, we're there. We're almost there. Awesome. That's so cool. For yeah. those who maybe haven't listened to the last podcast, uh, the Gryakwa Stand-Up owns a uh, local business, the Gahnawaga. It's called Traditions. It sells um, various uh, artworks and crafts and different homemade things from those artists within Ganawage and some other surrounding areas. So her shop has been temporarily closed for the past couple months due to renovations. And we're excited to announce that hopefully in the next week and a half, maybe that the store will be reopening. So that is awesome news. Yes. And you, how's, uh, how's life out there? I was just doing what, Oh my God. Usually I weekly, I take myself like a video journal on my way to, on my way to the studio, to my studio in London. And I just talk about things that are going on because I don't necessarily like to write. And today I was just like, oh my God, it's already ending. It seems like, I know it's January and my exhibit is in May, but it feels like everything is funneling down towards the end. And I'm like, I don't know, it's January, but it feels like it's already June. (laughs) I know it's so crazy. And I feel like I even said it on, like said it to myself on the video, like, I never thought I would be a failure. I'm not failing now, but I just felt like, you know, I just felt in a, it's <laughs> here, it's really foggy. It's just like, bleh, the weather is no good. And it just brought me down and I just let it bring me down for a minute. And, but cause that's the reality, right? The reality is, is that when something's coming to an end, you feel like it's done. You don't know if you're going to meet the deadline. So yeah. So uh-huh. anyway, but 
everything else is is great you know like things are going well and yeah, I had a little uh, workshop last night at the uh, Wampum Lodge here at Western at the Indigenous Center here at uh, the University of Western Ontario so I taught them how to do mini center sea moccasins and mm-hmm. they did a pair and it was um they attached it to the back of a pin so they could wear it as a pin so yeah it was nice it was a nice yeah. time to Very get cute. out there and this one lady goes oh my god you're amazing and patient I'm like no I'm not patient at all like that's not <laughs> You're like that's not no, my right. characteristics what were you gonna say no <laughs> we'll just oh, move yeah on. so yeah we'll just move on for that controversy <laughs> we said we weren't gonna get into controversial topics but you know around here we sometimes do so but other than that that, that that's kind of how i'm just getting uh getting a jump start on things that are coming down to shoot but other than that that's all very cute and what about our guests how is life for you lady <laughs> They're both eyeing each other right now. <laughs> Everyone's a little nervous, but you know, once we get into it, you'll be all good. <laughs> so how is beating life for you ladies? Mine right now is low. Yeah. I just finished a class last night mm-hmm. and I'm working on a pair of moccasins that I started with that class, but they're just slowly coming along. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, slow and steady. Those, That's good. Uh, the bird, the bird Yeah, with the bird on it, yeah. They yeah, were so nice. nice. I like yeah. the little nest. Oh, it was so cute. You know that little nest I, I learned that? Something new that we learn all the time was when we went to the beadwork conference. Oh, they yeah. were talking about that little thing there, that little nest. And I had no idea that was a nest. That's I'm like, what it was. Okay, yeah, yeah. So when you see old work, you see the little nest. Oh, the little, oh, the little round thing. it was just a, a flower. Like, yeah, like a flower and design. But no, they were calling it a nest. I'm like. That's a nest. Yeah. And you look at it and there's usually a bird around it. Yeah. Yeah. There's been eggs in it like yours. I don't know if I, I noticed don't that. Know. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. no, I'm going to have to look at all Grant's old uh, stuff he posts. Yeah, like, yeah. all right, where's this nest and eggs? But it's cool. And you, Douglas? Um, I'm working on a pair of moccasins right now for a grad order. And Ooh. I haven't actually sewn any up in a while. So just doing that right now. And I was sewing. I took my sewing machine out yesterday. Or when was it we did? Two days ago? Two days ago, yeah. Yeah, and that seemed a lot funner. (laughs) (laughs) It's so much faster. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Instant gratification. So, Lise, did you have questions for some of the guests? Yes, but I have one question for everybody in general, just so that we can kind of like get that growing and Mm -hmm. moving and shaking and stuff like that. So my first question was to the group is, do you have a creative goal for 2024? A creative goal? Short answer, no. <laughs> See, okay, no, so but I feel like we no. should, right? You think you should have a creative goal? Yes. <laughs> I why do, do you say that? Because I like, feel like we're always beating the same things. Like a lot of people do, are doing grad orders, so they're always constantly beating the same stuff. So yeah. I think it's nice to have, like you said, a goal, I guess. To mm-hmm. try to do something different that you never beat it before or, you know, just to get creative. But I never have one either. <laughs> <laughs> this year I do. Um, I won't share what it is, like the idea. Um, but I want to get back to doing my 3D pieces. So I've mm. had one on the back burner for a while now. It's like a, a big 3D piece. And seeing Gugwit Din is at the Ganondagan like inspired mm-hmm. me to like revisit it and like get on the ball with it good it's not what she did but it's like it, it is hers was a beautiful 3d piece you know so that's what I want to do get back to it and it 
it's one of those things that just turned out like I went to that Omer Dessert, the art store. Correct. And um, yes, that correct, sorry. correct. Yes, you did. No. <laughs> so I, well, I went there like maybe a month ago or a few weeks ago. And there was um, there's a, a like a piece that I have to incorporate into the piece that I'm thinking of doing. And I didn't know at the time where to to even source it or what to like how to get it, like what I need it. And especially for the size that I needed it in. Anyway, so I went to Omer Dessert and I found this piece there. And it was already pre-cut to the exact shape and size that I needed. So I was like, oh my God, okay. So I, I ended up buying what, what it was that I needed and I just put it aside so that when I'm ready, I can start and get this piece going. So I have a lot of oh. crap to do though first. So. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. My daughter is just calling me and okay, so I'm just going to... Oh, man, she's doing her registration. Put her on. Uh, but so that's exciting for you, right? It's something to look forward to. Yeah. That's what I mean, why it's a good idea to have some yeah. in mind. Besides. I foresee it's like something that like I found this year. What I did was I started like a journal kind of thing and not a journal like where I'm writing my thoughts and prayers and whatever in it. <laughs> I, I It's more of like a to do journal. Mm-hmm. but really trying to stay on top of myself. So I'm trying to allot myself only a certain amount of time to get certain things uh, finished. So it felt so great. Within two weeks, I was able to get three things off that list. And there's like 12 items on the list. So yeah. I was like, oh my God, this is so great. That's you know? really good. Yeah, I felt so good to, to do it. And it's probably good to get on it right away. When you have something special designed in, or your your thoughts of something new, because if you don't, like years ago, there's so many things like items that you could beat and you look at other people's outfits and stuff. And you're like, hey, you think it's something new? And then someone jumps exactly. on it. Yes. You don't yeah. say nothing to that's, nobody, that's but someone else. A lot of times. Yes. <laughs> that's what I'm afraid of. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so scared that like well, no, next year I'm going to see it. it. You yeah. have to yeah. do it. You have to do it. Because yeah. somebody else is going to think that they're yeah. going to do it. And you're like, well. Yeah. And then, and then you go to do it. And then they're like, you're copying yes. me. But you're not. You already <laughs> yeah. had. Yeah. Like, that, like yeah. a few years ago. What do you mean? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. That's kind of where I'm at. So I'm so afraid that I'm going to end up seeing it somewhere. And it's going to be like, oh, and I'm like, ah, fuck. Like, I wanted to do that, you know. So I, I am like, I'm in the preps of it and hopefully I can get it done within the year. That's my plan. Yeah. So my goal. <laughs> Lise, what about you? Uh, my goal, um, I, well, I never, I don't, I don't think I officially announced it, um, but uh, I have been following this. Um, oh my goodness. Sorry. My, sorry. I just was, anyway. Um, sorry. I just got really distracted by my daughter. She's applying for courses for college and she's having a hard time. So now I'm trying to. <laughs> figure that out okay um sorry about that but that's like life right i mean i i think that's really like maybe one topic we can look into later on is like how real life kind of distracts your creative process so <laughs> like right now i'm trying to answer these questions and i'm like oh my god she's like anyway um so maybe just to cut to the chase is i'm attending a uh couture embroidery course in the netherlands in april and oh so my that's god one of, yeah <laughs> wow. so that is one of my um goals is to incorporate this new medium artwork kind of thing into some things that I do now just or or just maybe really explore not necessarily necessarily incorporated I've been following this this academy on Instagram for a while now and I I just figure you know what this is my 
this is my not to say this is my year because when you say that then it all goes to shit literally <laughs> all goes to shit but just like taking chances and just doing things that maybe you never thought you had the opportunity to do or never felt like maybe you had the confidence to do it and I just said you know what how with this I am gonna try to do this next venture and as luck would have it, I was in contact with the lady there and it works out. So I'm going to spend five days in an intensive workshop doing uh, different couture embroidery. Uh, sorry. Yeah. Couture embroidery. Um, I'm not sure exactly what I'm going to be learning because it's it's a five week uh, international. Uh, sorry. Five day international workshop. So it could be a variety of things, but just the exposure and the opportunity to go there and to see different things and to take me out of my element is like what my goal is. So. And I'm trying to like see what else I can do creatively and make that like my job. So so that's what I'm doing. Very cool. Very cool. You know what I would like to do? Like um, kind of give our guests a little space to actually, we didn't even let them introduce themselves. We just dove right into everything. You already know who we are. (laughs) So I will go around and just ask like, who are you? Like in a quick, like, fast who are you and what do you do come on <laughs> yeah i'm merit cross <laughs> i've been asked Merit. many times to come on how did you start artwork or where like where was that jumping off point did were you always an artist at heart did you go to school to be an artist Tell us a little about your history. I think I was always an artist at heart. I've started with beadwork, I guess, with my mother as a young child. And it was just little things, earrings, um, loom work. And never thought I would expand to where I'm at now. I went to school at the Institute of American Indian Arts in Santa Fe, New Mexico. I did uh, two years, two and a half years there. I went for jewelry. I came back home from there and I kind of went from... Went to school for the jewelry and went into beadwork. I did jewelry for a few years while I was here, when I first got home, and then jumped into the beadwork, like I said, and that's when I was pregnant for my daughter. My story goes as I started with a pair of moccasins that I um, bought from from Montana and wanted to copy to make. Try to learn how, mm-hmm. self-taught. I um, just... Went from there from for about a good 15 years. All I did was like a Sioux style, which wasn't our style, obviously. Mm-hmm. And my thing was, is I was always afraid of heights to go with the raised bead. Work. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And finally, I said, OK. And I think, Leith, it was your your cradle board that we all did that. Oh, I really put a piece into it. Like um, I tried before, but it was a big fail. And then that one, I was so intimidated to put work on there because I felt like all you women that that worked on it they were the goats greatest <laughs> of all time they were the top 10 bead workers and that's who I knew that did bead work and my career started from there oh cool very very cool was it scary to go to school like to leave home and then go out there no not at all not at 18 years old oh yeah you're fearless yeah. how did you hear about the school Ryan Rice Okay. Went there and Tawana Miller went there. Yeah, and yeah, people, that's a few people. I, I don't okay. know if she did. She might have, but I never heard her name. It was <clears> just <throat> Ryan and Actually, when I was about Tawana. 18, 19, I heard of that school too. I seen it in a, like a native magazine. 
And I had looked it up too, and I I wanted to go there so badly. Mm -hmm. I wish that I had gone. Probably would have came back with a nice looking husband. (laughs) 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 With a great experience. (laughs) (laughs) Very nice. And what about you? Who are you? No. <laughs> I'm a repeat We've offender. Been on the show before, yeah, so. yeah, I've been on the show before, so <laughs> you all know. <laughs> so who are you? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how to answer that. <laughs> so we have Wait, the we die yeah, with us. Well, who are you? Um well, I know who you are. But... I know you too. <laughs> <laughs> no, my name is Dagwahawi Daibo, and I've already been on the show. I think it was last year, maybe? One of your first, uh, was I your first guest? You may have been. I think so. Yeah, and I that think was. You might have. I'm going to yeah. check my And we book. were trying yeah. to get, I was like, no, I get Merritt to go on. And Merritt <laughs> said, nope. <laughs> she was hiding from us for a few years now. No? <laughs> so, yeah, I had to break the ice, and that was pretty nerve wracking. <laughs> it was. But now. But from when the last time you were here, you are an you are a ribbon winning artist. You also won at Ganondagan. Yeah, that was my first uh, art show, I guess. During, or yeah, or yeah, Margaret got on the ball with that, and I decided to follow her. So <laughs> I said, "Oh, if you're putting something in, I guess I'll put something in." <laughs> but yeah, that was a good experience too. So I'm glad we did that. It was fun. It was something like different. yeah, a fun experience to get out there and see everybody, and it was a good one. Hey, have you ever submitted, Mara? I've never submitted. What in the my, hell? <laughs> but my claim to fame is is my purse that I've done. Oh, yes. Yeah, it, it went to the Queen of Jordan. Oh, Ooh, my God. That's my claim. One of my claim to fame. The other one is I do have a pair of moccasins in the McCord Museum that oh. they bought off me years ago. They're baby uh, moccasins. Yeah. Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, but I cool. think really the claim to fame for Merit is that she has been instrumental in helping to teach hundreds of people within Gunawaga and for surrounding real. area for how real. to do raised yeah. beadwork. I mean, that is really like that is a feat in itself. Congratulations. <laughs> She's definitely America. been an inspiration to all beadworkers for mm-hmm. real. Yes, for sure. Yeah. Oh, chills. And maybe her claim to fame is the, <laughs> the bank calendar way back. Like, what, how long ago was that? Then that uh, picture I, that I, I was I, referring to earlier. I don't know because I've been in the bank calendar and not to <laughs> toot my own horn, but, but I've maybe been that was one of your first ones. Yeah, and it, that was yeah. the first time I ever seen like such really good raised beadwork. I was oh, amazed. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was so amazed that I had to even like frame it. Really? Like, yeah, it was hanging on the wall at the cabin. Do you want me to sign it? <laughs> you have to come up north. So. Yeah. <laughs> but, come and um, sign it. Yeah, it's still there. And yeah. that's what made me fall in love with wanting to. I wanted to be able to be just like we that. wanted to be you. No. I couldn't. I couldn't <laughs> even wrap my mind around how you did that. Like everything mm-hmm. was just so amazing in that picture. So you were goals. And that's why you're <laughs> <a> goals. <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely. Um, even like, well, you had just tagged me in that. You sent it to me, so it was 2013. I had to laugh because I was like, why the hell did I post this on her wall and not like private message? <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, maybe I was just because on Facebook. Because creeps uh, private yeah, message. I guess. We creep. <laughs> so I had posted it right on her wall asking her, how do I attach the vamp? And like the vamp thingy. And I like, I didn't even know what the hell I was doing. Or Yeah. And I think I had made years ago, 
um, I had made my my very first moccasins. I did on my own though, and I don't even know where I go, like what I was looking at for reference or anything. And they were probably hideous. It's I probably lost the them. Calendar photo. No, I was like I was only eighteen when I made them, so it was like yeah. a long time ago. I don't even know what I did or how I did them. And that was the first and last time until I took your class. Mm-hmm. Then after that, I started like going and doing my own stuff after that. And like with her help, with Addie's help, with Leith's help, like everybody, you know, kind of contributing and then yeah. like doing my own thing. But, but it, it came a long way, though, to be honest. Like when I seen that picture, too, I could just always imagine what it would feel like to even own a pair of moccasins like that, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that was partially too. like, oh, I want to learn how to beat. I want to be able to have that. I could just imagine it's like. You know, and before, like, I didn't never see nobody wearing moccasins like that around. Nobody mm-hmm. really had beadwork like that. Right. I always use reference to a survival school under a wall of the graduates. You look at yeah. them and there might have been one or two people in yeah. the whole graduation class that had any beadwork on. Yeah. At all. Yeah. And you yeah, are right. like, for me anyways, I was like, I wish that could be me. And what I did get for my graduation in Leith, you talk about embroidery. My whole ribbon skirt was embroidered. Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, so it's all embroidered. Cool. And people thought you could, thought it was beadwork from far, but up close, it's embroidered. I actually yeah. just seen some somebody on Instagram that embroidering it, and it looks like beadwork. Mm-hmm. And it looks so good. Yeah. Because yeah. not everyone's going to bead a skirt right away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Take some time. And definitely don't try right. to sew a ribbon on it, goddamn. Yeah, and then and then talk about embroidery. Embroidery was a big thing in this community too, because I my yeah. aunts they were all embroiderers. I remember my aunt Lizzie; she did all her um, pillowcases were all embroidered. Yeah, all yeah. her dish towels were embroidered. Yeah, my yeah. grandmother too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Needlepoint or whatever embroidery, all yeah. that. Like my yeah. grandmother used to do all that. Yeah, yeah. So Lizzie, you got to bring it back. <laughs> In couture, we'll no. see what kind of be, yeah, we'll see what kind of embroidery is there. It's, uh, yeah, it's, it's gonna be interesting. So, it'll be really interesting to see what it, we do, but yeah, so yeah, with, like, with when you flash forward to it, like I said, with pictures, and you flash forward now, and if anybody stops by at survival school, take a look and take a peek and notice that, yeah, and you're gonna see how many people are wearing their custodes, the men, yeah, yeah. the, the mm-hmm. yokes, and I don't know what crowns ain't much really in, but the yolks, everything, they're just fully decked out. Yeah. I, uh, what do you think about crowns? What do you think about crowns, Merit? Mm, just out of curiosity. Just say it. Just I don't know. I don't, I don't have anything really against them. I mean, if you wear them, everyone's like, it's the queen. Yeah. But, but if you go back <laughs> oh, to, if, okay. yeah, if yeah. you go back to looking at our beadwork, where our beadwork came from, and they, they do speak about how our women got a lot of our stuff from looking at, the non-natives that came in and yeah. they copied their uh-huh. work. And yeah. so that, that mm-hmm. would have been one of them. And mm-hmm. so I don't know what individual, if you want to wear it or not, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. They are, they them? are beautiful. Yeah. I've made some. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that was not actually my one of the first things that I made too. And I think I took a class with, is her name Paul, Pauline Love? Pauline Love. Yeah. yeah. Oh, she yeah, had done, yeah. um, yeah, a class on that when I was a kid. Me, my mom, and my sisters had done it. And that, the flowers she taught us how to do, they actually looked like those bird nests. It was just like a big rope stitch all around. You keep going in a circle. Yeah, yeah. And oh, okay, yeah, yeah. That's all it was. Very cool, very cool. Super. <laughs> and I was actually just thinking, after I had done that crown, I started getting into like trying to do different things. 
and I had made my niece a crown. And um, I guess one of my sister-in-law's friends had asked, oh, well, could she, could you see if she could bead? This was my first grad order. (laughs) (laughs) If I could bead on a a ribbon shirt on the yoke, but it was just on the, like the cotton cotton yoke. And I was Uh like, I don't know what to do. Like, (laughs) what the hell? I'm like, but... I did it and I would die right now. I, would, I don't remember what the lady's name was, but it was for her daughter. And if I ever got to see that again, I, I it would be a treasure to see that because oh, I my God. could I just imagine. The next Facebook challenge should be to show your first, very first piece. Pieces that you did. to see how far you've come. That's a long way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we all started someplace though. Yeah. Oh my God. Did I? No, I, like like I said, for mine too, it was moccasins. I was so mad because I lost them in Allegheny. Mm. We were at a sink and I left them in the hotel room and I never saw them again. But And I have absolutely no idea what they even look like. I don't remember them. They were probably yeah. ugly as hell, but I can't remember. And they barely stayed on. I remember like, you know, when they're too big, you got to drag your foot. So they don't like come off. Yeah, they were awful. Wow. I had a, a pair that I beaded for somebody too, like a fully beaded pair, like a Sue style too, and uh, they lost them. No, I think a lot of us started out there too, Sue, because those were some of the first ones that I started doing because it, mm-hmm. in some ways, the construction of them is a lot easier oh than... Oh my God, no. Yeah. I no? <laughs> I'm still having a controversy over, do you sew it on the outside? Do you sew it inside and flip it? Oh, I used to yeah. hate that. I used to do it on the... In, well, I used to flip it. I did too, but also you can't get the merit look on there again. Yeah. You know, with the fine stitches on the outside, like you're flipping it and oh my God, it's and just everything so good. Popped, yeah. yeah. And then I kind of thought like, no offense to anybody if they sew it on the outside, but I mean, that still looks good. If you if you do it good, it looks good. But sometimes I find I would prefer to flip it Yeah. and get the real look yeah like, i was gonna say like it's cheating to sew it on the outside <laughs> um you know do whatever you want yeah <laughs> but it was so scary especially when you would do like the fully beat it and then yeah. you try to flip it and you're like you're like crunch one yes. pops something <laughs> how do you do it merit <laughs> just uh, Exactly the way you just did. Yeah, <laughs> you're, you're doing it. You're bits. fucking sweating. Like, oh my those god, beads crunch and crack and, and pray that when it, it came out that there was nothing broken or the yeah. strings were hanging out. Yeah. And I have to redo I them. Even remember like having a like a butter knife the end through and then um, walking around the house like come on. <laughs> yeah, it was so scary. But like for me, I always used to make. Like any baby shower, I swear, like anyone that knew me back in the day, I all got these little, uh, and it was all flat stitch because I wasn't doing raised yeah, yet yeah, either. It was yeah. all flat and like trying to figure it out or whatever, but <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. Yeah. There's so many different things, right? That we, everybody, there are stages of your beadwork of things that you tried because when I was first on the show and you asked me like, when did I start beading? Yeah. Like how you said it. When you're younger, you try to do whatever. Then I, I totally forgot about all these other things that I had done. Like when uh, we were powwow dancing and Amanda, like I beat it all her, all her. Um, yeah, well, headband, um, ties for your braids, your like a medallion. I didn't even notice what it was called back then. Like a necklace <laughs> and hangs and yeah. And that was all flat work too. And I actually kind of missed that. That might be my next goal, Leith. Is to make a, a powwow set, like a flat. 
you know. Nice. Mm-hmm. And then maybe yeah, Amanda will will get back in uh into dancing. Do it. Do it. Yeah. Maybe I'm gonna do it. <laughs> it's well, only like fun. Everybody's goals down. <laughs> Just out of curiosity, with, with the exception of merits, but merit probably is going to probably do another class. You plan to do another class this year? I am supposed to be doing Ooh. another class. I should call. It's actually going to be held at the youth center. My daughter asked me to do it, and oh, cool. my plan this time is it will be five parents, mother or father. Awesome. And it will be one of their child's son or daughter, and they're gonna collaborate on a pair of moccasins and it's going to be like the like high school age so they'll have a pair of moccasins to graduate with so that'll be five less people to have to (laughs) (laughs) but it's so it'll be the the father and daughter father and son mother son you know vice versa and they're going to do one side oh my god be a little yeah. bit of a challenge there. Oh, that would be so nice, though. Yeah. yeah. Well, they're yeah. all lucky then to get a class from you because I, I did the cuff class with you. Remember, I was mm-hmm. so freaking happy that I finally got into one of your classes. But I'd still like to do a Mogasin class with you. That would be well, pretty cool. There's, I'm not sure if I'm gonna do back to back class. I'm like, I don't know what to do here because it's it is like with with work and life and to do back to back again. At least I always do back to back courses. Yeah. At the cultural center, well, not always, but towards the past five years prior to the pandemic, I did like back to back class. So that was like 20 people I would do. Yeah, it's a lot. So with life and all. So but I may because cultural center called me and asked me if I would help hold another class. There you go. That oh, my God. Yay. I'm going to have to freaking. Oh, how did they do it online now? The registration? Mm, it's like winning the, the lottery. No, I know. <laughs> like, come oh on. <laughs> no more camping then. outside. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> oh, my God. In the morning. Everyone would be out there. Mm-hmm. Then they'll be like, why are you taking the class? Don't you want yeah. to do that? I'll be like, <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't do it like class. I don't care what anybody thinks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Well, okay, it's so funny. Yeah. But it's funny because the well, last master's one. master's class. We yes. do master's class. Oh, my God. We wow. can do a master's class at the store. It's like, oh, why? Individuals. Hey, but seriously, you might, we may learn new techniques yeah. on yes. each other. I love that. Yeah. yeah. Because we do have different things that we do differently so yeah. that our techniques are mm-hmm. and yeah that would probably be cool yeah mm-hmm. like that like last time i did a class with you there was the majority of people that were in there we had like lori lori albany moon I was in that myself class. no well, no, no i was, I was in, in multiple like i, I oh, okay. like i was in a whole bunch of them and i was already making stuff but i but it's nice to go that's why it's nice to mm-hmm. be around and like you said like you're learning different things, even if you're already a bead worker, like you're still learning from different people. And these women are all bead workers and they do mm-hmm. bead yeah, work very well, you know, so come out of there like a yeah. whole nother level. Yeah. Maybe a whole level. level. Yeah. 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 Well, hey, yeah. we don't even have to do a class. I'll drop name drop is the, the Golden Agers are going to be yeah. starting back up on Mondays. Bead work to go oh, just yeah, sit there yeah. and. Yeah, I rely. Have you, beat in, have you beat gone? in bullshit now. Or you're like, I'm there until like, the whole town shows up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the mayor can't do anything. Yeah, they'll be like, hey, how do I do this? Like, no, 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 no. So That's I have why a you have to the master's class. I have a quick question for you. As somebody who is an established bead worker, you are well known for your bead work and for teaching and things like that. Do you get bombarded by people asking, like, how you do stuff? I have. <laughs> I have. But 
pandemic happened and I stopped posting my stuff on Facebook. I don't post that on Facebook either. Yeah, but I, I have posted and I have like it just far in between and even projects I've done were far and in between. So people, I think, started going after you, Margaret, they're, because they're like, did, you were. Did post- Amanda quit beating? Yeah, like, where's all her stuff? <laughs> that's smart though, because once you start posting stuff, it's just like an invitation to get. Yeah, like, and and yeah. I start telling people in my class. Even my last class, I had to laugh because I had to backtrack, and I'm like. Wait a minute! Nobody's bombarding me anymore. You can call me. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I always, to call you. I, no, oh, I always encourage. I encourage oh, oh, oh. calling. All right. What's your number? Because <laughs> I rather I rather answer the phone call and be clear. Because yeah, let's well, face it. Class, my writing's yeah. my writing's not the best all the time. I have to rewrite and well, anyhow. That's nice then that they yeah, can call you. Yeah, I they rather even call, call you. Up. Yeah, I'll give them my phone number. I'll yeah, say, call me up and let me describe it to you in detail to make sure i'm not losing leaving anything yeah Mm -hmm. when you're giving a class has there ever been a time where you were stumped and you didn't know how to like fix something or has anything ever been Mm -hmm. like wait i don't really know the best way to do that like in construction you know what i think in construction wise is the size of moccasins because my patterns do have sizes on them Mm -hmm. But then when you give it to the person who, let's say, has a size seven foot and it says size seven on my pattern, it doesn't fit them. Yeah. So what do you think it's them? Like, you're not a seven. No, but I have a perfect example for that. So I gave a class, moccasin class, I don't know, a few years ago. I gave them all the exact same pattern and they all did them up and I took a picture. I think I even post, I did. I posted on my thing saying the, this exact same thing that we're talking about that when you sew it up, depending on your seam allowance, what people are doing, the leather, how stretchy it is, if it stretches or not, whatever, all of them had different sizes. I gave them say like mm-hmm. it was an eight or something like that. Some of them could fit a 10. They were like putting their foot in there and I was like, okay, <laughs> like what the hell? So it doesn't it doesn't match up. Like I always tell people you have to try it. You have to size it because it's not guaranteed that that pattern says an eight that it's going to be an eight. You always have to like adjust and do whatever. And it's crazy yeah. how much it changes like that. You know, that's exactly what I told them last night because I recapped on the whole 10, 10, 10 week course. And I told them, I said, you you have to res- like sew it up, try it on the person. I said, and you're never mm-hmm. going to be confident with those patterns ever. I thought I had it, but no, everyone tries it on. It's all different. Yeah. And they always change. Yeah. It always changes. It's oddly because okay. you buy a shoe in the store in a size seven and, and you fit it or you size nine. Yeah. yeah you fit it. <laughs> yeah. But the thing is, too, is that we have to remember, people have to remember that it's made by a human. Shoes in the store are made by machines usually. And yeah. so when they're cut out, the dye is cut out to a certain size and they cut it out, out of the fabric. They don't trace it onto the fabric and then cut it out. Some people mm-hmm. cut outside of the pen mark some people mm-hmm. cut inside of the pen mark and yeah so people have to be aware of that part because it, it is the same but how you cut it it really makes a difference because you could be adding like an eighth of an inch yeah and if you don't cut it, how it makes a, a big difference those little tiny yeah. things yeah so but you also take in consideration like i said last night was that those of us who use glue at least glue <laughs> every time i use it once everything dries, sets and dries, I will put my place, my pattern back over because the uh-huh. leather will stretch. 
yeah because yeah. you you have to move mm-hmm. it yeah, yeah and you're opening yeah. it up true and then we were just talking about that like different leathers and like consistencies mm-hmm. and you know like how different s- techniques with different leather yeah because yeah. you could do mm-hmm. certain things with a smoke hide that you can't do with a like a, a deer deer hide so it's all messed up <laughs> <laughs> it really goddamn confused me yeah and it's crazy though how things like how like people like we're all sitting here and we've all done moccasins a million times or something like that so it's kind of like you see over the the span of your your own like growth how things change where I used to give classes and then just give them one pattern and like okay well we'll just do from there and then I started realizing like wait I gotta change my markings too though now and I gotta do these kind of things because they're not gonna fit the same order you know like all of these things so now the way I used to teach from my first class starting to teach to now totally different because Mm -hmm. I've evolved and I've learned so many different new techniques where I was like oh shit like it doesn't work that way anymore like one vamp's not going to work for everybody or you know like Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. they all vary Mm -hmm. still so and even that I remember like I had your patterns and I think I used your patterns like forever because I was so afraid and I didn't know how to change it like yeah I didn't realize that like you can you can adjust it you know yeah. you can do mm-hmm. certain i thought it was like there was a like you had some kind of special like math that you did to no. get that. No. you know so it's like that too like i try to encourage in my classes like take what i'm giving you but change it like yeah. it doesn't have to stay this way if you There's don't like the no shape if you don't rules. like the yeah the length like you can do what you want like i i'm just pulling this out of my ass like i'm just figuring it out as i go too so it's mm-hmm. not uh mm-hmm. set in stone you know but yeah, it's funny how it, it all evolves and changes all the time. So weird. But that's when you're so teaching weird. somebody, I guess you have to, to tell them to. Like, you can't be scared to mess around with patterns. That's what you mm-hmm. have to do. Mm-hmm. So you don't have to ask us every time. Because <laughs> you try it on every, you, tr- you tried it. You know what works. You don't, what doesn't work. Yeah. And, and like, take that's notes. how we all learned. Yeah. I think that's one yeah. of the questions where you asked if I was getting bombarded with, with questions. And I did get a phone call one day from from somebody asking me, how do I? And I know I taught them, but I feel bad because I think I might have turned her off because I want her to try it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. If you try it, you learn it and you know what you're doing to manipulate those those patterns to bigger size, smaller size. You know, there's like a wide foot, there's a skinny foot. Yeah. Yeah. So <clears throat> I never heard back from her. No. <laughs> she was successful. And I was like, I don't know if I sounded too rude on the phone. But, I hope not. <laughs> but it is. And sometimes... people have to take control, right? People have yeah. to yeah. Be, be accountable to themselves. And if one little harsh word or not even a harsh word, maybe interpreting what somebody's saying. Yeah, something to make else. It appease you because maybe she didn't want to do it on her own. Maybe she wanted you to do it, like really give her a step by step. Well, maybe people, people really to just... want assurance to uh, like, I need to know how you, how you did it exactly. Yeah. yeah. But when yeah, I but... encourage that, that trial and error and yeah. learn on your own, you got to encourage that because if not, you're going to be stuck at every step of the way and, exactly. and you're going to have yeah. to depend on somebody Someone else. Yeah. And you can, yeah. when they're really actually, when you, once you learn it, it's simple. Yeah, like, yeah. And, and, and it is a threshold I find, because like I said, for years, I was stuck with just. I have to use this pattern. I don't know why I would do this or I don't know why I would have to change this or whatever, you know, like mm-hmm. the, but the more I did it, that's how you find it out. You know, it was like, and then the yeah. light bulb goes on mm-hmm. like, holy shit. Okay. Like, well now, yeah, look, all I have to do is just adjust my pattern a little mm-hmm. bit or my, 
that time we were sitting at her house, like trying to figure out notches because we were trying to change our puckers. And like, it took us forever. We were sitting there like, what the Actually, F? I remember when I first started, I think I might have told you, I didn't, I don't, I didn't mark it. Mm-hmm. Oh, and, that's uh, right. You just yes. did crazy. But then I was like kind of jealous of everybody. And I was like, well, I want to <laughs> do it like that too. So I was asking her how, like, how do you do it then? Like, it seems like pretty simple and us we were like what the hell's wrong with you don't change it now yeah, we're like so don't now do it. I'm right now i'm in the middle of because i'm sewing those moccasins and i did one side my old way and i didn't really care for it and then i did the other side with the notches and i still didn't care for it so now i'm like i'm i don't know i'm gonna make a whole nother pair <laughs> but let me ask you this merit <laughs> so should i can i have your number master, no. no um <laughs> Um, okay, so everybody does like the center, you you give your um what is how much do you give? Two inches on the side? I do, inch I and a half? do two and a half inches, but I just switched it up. I just switched it up recently with my past two or three pairs of moccasins and even with the class I just mm-hmm. did, I went three inches. Get the hell oh yes. I went three inches. Okay. Now you're answering my question because so what the two they were so big. I'm like, this is yeah. stupid. And I'm I'm mm-hmm. kind of like pushing it to the side and then going and then, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I was like, this can't be the goddamn way that everyone's doing it because like, I don't <laughs> mm-hmm. like it. It's, yeah. not, it's not working good for me. And I've tried. We tried to add another pucker on. Yeah, and, and it's getting all crazy. <laughs> so confusing to add it when you're doing it with the, you know. And it's so funny because like me and her are sitting there and we're literally like crossing because now she's trying to she's do trying it. She's trying to do it the And I'm trying to do it her way. way and she's try- I'm like, fuck, what are we doing? <laughs> so for like now, I don't use the puckers anymore. I don't use the thing. I do it the, her method. And now she's doing my method the old way. But I will give a secret. Well, a secret. It's not really a secret. But how I do it, I find it just easier because then I don't have to measure shit. So I take the pattern, the, the foot pattern. I fold it in half like you would normally do. That gives you your half. Mm-hmm. And then I take the top, the foot pattern, like the round part at the top. Yeah. And then I fold it to the halfway. Yeah. Okay. And then oh, that's my oh, mark. Okay. Oh, that's yeah. where I start that's my puckers. The, the two inches or the three inches. Okay. It turns out to be three inches. Three <laughs> inches. Yeah. yeah. It's like three. I freaking go home. I'm doing the three inches. <laughs> I'm going to do the three-inch challenge now. I challenge you all. Three-inch challenge. It's really not that bad. It sounded a little perverted. I think they shut my mic. And then what I did stop doing was I, I with this three-inch one, I didn't close my puckers either. See, I don't. Yeah, I don't. I didn't close them. I don't close mine either. I stopped doing that. So on her old pattern, the way it was, is you would have two marks. So you would. So yeah. Was there two lines and a dot in the middle? The I dot never is knew the closing. What that yeah. dot was. So, but you, we don't do it. You, we didn't do that, that anyway. That was the pucker. Oh, okay. that was to close because it up. if so they were have too one big, pucker, it would go to two puckers. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, like, say how you were feeling, like your puckers were too big. That closure would make would make that them makes smaller. Sense. Yeah. But to be honest, I love your. Yes, your, right. your, your puckers i love them they're they like the best really, they and she's always so... like, no she's trying to change them yeah no, <laughs> no. she's trying to improve yeah and, and whatever but well thank you no, for I don't saying think, that i because... don't think you have to improve because it looks they look great for a but long you time look at an old pair of moccasins i think it it's mother that has a pair mm-hmm. she showed me them yeah they were from i don't know i don't know what year 
long time ago. And the Mohawk word for puck is right. I think it's gadugadi. Is that right, Lee? I have no idea, but it sounds like it. But, oh, okay. interesting. I'm mm-hmm. going to ask my mother for that. Yeah. So they started all the way from almost way back of those that halfway point. And they were little, teeny, tiny. All the way up. All the way around. Now that boggled my mind because you look at it and you're like, okay, how big do those moccasins have to be to get all that? Bu-? Yeah, they true. Were, they were a normal size. So wow. what did they do there? As in, I've tried, you know, are you... There's no welt. Or no, was there a welt? Was, I don't think... Is it like the Cree, how they do it? It's like, at least yeah, I think yeah. I spoke to you about oh. this before. That's what I think uh-huh. it it's a complete different way. They're not overlapping. The thread's not going back over. It's kind of like you're doing this. You go through the pucker, you pull it, and it like, I don't it know. It slides. It's you're, almost like the center seam. It's like when you're doing shirts or whatever and you get your, you know, your gathers. It's done the same way like that. But okay, I can get that. I've done babies to try it. But now to sew that vamp onto that is yeah. another challenge. Cardio. I just. Sent you all. I'm just sending you all a photo I took when I was at the New York State Museum. Mm-hmm. And so there's a pair of moccasins. It doesn't start all the way by like the top of the up there. There's yeah. the thing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the top of the van, but it does. You can see. Do you that. think there's a well on there though, or just oh, the yeah. leather right to the van? It's right to the van because there's no well. You would see the Shit. well yeah, in you between can. where that. You see the you stitch see right there. in there. Yeah. They yeah. sew it right onto the top it. of the pucker. I have a question yeah. for all of you. Okay. I was just thinking about this morning. Who do you think came up with the the marking system of the puckers? Like, was that you? <laughs> no, 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 no. That that was um Janet's sister, um Janet Delaro. Okay. Yeah, Janet brought it to RB group. Yeah, yeah. On my hotel. Oh, well, uh, oh my God! I know why we're joining Blaine. No, no, it's not. Oh, uh, Elaine. 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 Oh, my God. Go Elaine. It. <laughs> it was me. I yeah. said first. <laughs> so I always like to give credit where credit to do. And that is came from Elaine, where Elaine got it from. I have no idea who, I guess, taught her sister, Janet, and Janet taught me. Well, that's, see, that's pretty cool, too, because yeah. I was wondering. Everybody follows this basic kind of way to do mm-hmm. it. And I was wondering who... Who started that or who figured it out? Like even even the way the moccasins are not turned inside yeah, out now. Yeah. That comes from Carla Delaron. That's where that started from. So when I was learning, she says, Okay, wait, let's do this differently. We're all at her house and she says, I now don't turn my moccasin and put the well in there anymore. She says Instead of like, because then you have that seam, right? That hit yeah, your toes is, inside yeah. or whatever. I was just, we were just talking about that yeah. also. So that was Carla who said, this is how I do it now. And that's where we all went. And it was even uh-huh. Carla who taught us to do the beadwork from the backside to the front, rather yeah. than putting the piece of paper on right, top on and the bead front. on the top. I feel like that yeah. blows people's minds that we do that mm-hmm. because yeah, no one does. else does that. Yeah. Everyone put puts it on top, on the top yeah. and they pull it yeah. out yeah. and... Yeah. And when I did your um, cuff class, too, that was uh, the first time I was doing it like that, too. I remember saying, like, I can't do this. I can do it from the back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, it gets like, uh... <laughs> shut up. You shut up. <laughs> now I'm really good at it. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, like, I have a class right now, and it's like your brain, it takes your brain, like, Mm-hmm. a while to adjust to it because yeah. like i was the same like i was just freehanding all kinds of shit and i for the most part i still do except for flowers like yeah. I, that that's insane if anyone tries to do that like yeah 
but like other than that i just freehand it but to try to do it from the back in the beginning was like pretty hard like but it's like why though because regardless if you flip it one side's still going to be blindsided yeah exactly yeah, yeah. Why? right yeah, yeah. so because we like to make it harder <laughs> yeah <laughs> right make it extra hard i was just asked that last night if i freehand and i said i started out doing that i would just draw my flower do that and then from there i would draw like i mean i would just freehand it but drawing it on yeah but then i started drawing my whole pattern because i don't even know who i saw I, someone's like like why am i making this so much harder for myself so here comes the photocopy machine and you put oh, on the photocopy I machine really wanna, and i need one of draw those. one side and then yeah have it flipped on mirror. the photocopy yeah mirror image it wow. yeah i so. need that i still do the trace flip it gotta do redo yeah. it on yeah. the other side so you could see it a little bit better that's i even annoying. bought uh from jessica her that light up board yeah like oh, that's those a, were hot yeah, yeah that is yeah. a hot one do you still use it i do i will here and there like if i'm if i'm too lazy to go get go to a photocopy machine but yeah, yeah, I we'll use mine all the it. time. Or if I'm too lazy to even dig it out, I'll put it on the window on a Sunday. Yeah, yeah. me too. But I'm like, yeah. ah, come on, I got the damn thing. Like, I paid money for it. Let's yeah, use it. Yeah, use it. <laughs> I'll always remember another uh, hot item that you introduced, Merit, was uh, the circle ruler with all the circles. Oh, yeah. Uh, I remember yes. in that class, Fawn came in and she was showing you something. She was beating. It was the vine anyways. And you were like, oh, no. And you pulled out that <laughs> ruler. And everybody would go buy that ruler. Whatever. Whatever it's uh, template there. Yeah. 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 For and then I was like, oh my God. Yeah. That's why it's so nice and yes. clean. Yeah. It was like, it's like a life changer, yeah. right? It's yeah. like, so if you don't have one of those, you better go freaking get one. <laughs> <laughs> They're green. There's all kinds of little shapes on it. Yeah. If you want to level From up the your largest, designs, <laughs> largest circle to the smallest circle. Yeah. 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 I still have mine. I I just found another one. There was a, there's two versions mm -hmm. of it now. Yeah. So I was like, oh shit. I need oh, there's that oval one. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. So I was using those. But I find like, and there's advantages and disadvantages to tracing and not tracing and all that. Like for me, I find, I don't know if it's because my brain is always like running on a million. Like if I draw something out sometimes by the time I get to beating it, I don't like it anymore or I've changed my idea or whatever. So I don't normally follow the pattern. So I'll end up like, that's why I just draw the flower on the back and then I wing it. But it takes longer. I wish I could do that. So you know what you do there? My trick is, is I draw a bunch of bamps on a paper. All clean ones. I'll measure mm -hmm. them all out and everything. Yep. I'll go and photocopy that sheet. And I'll just keep drawing, drawing, drawing. Oh, until it saves you the time to have to redo it. Yeah, because then, and then, then yeah. next time you're doing markers <laughs> and you pull out those sheets and you have a whole bunch of patterns already drawn. Already, already yeah, ready. That's a good idea. But see it here. So here's my other organization. <laughs> Bullshit. No, sometimes I'm too lazy to goddamn draw it. So <laughs> I just do it right on. So I'm but like, you're eh. an artist. You're a 2D artist. Yeah, you I draw. There. I I'm not a drawer. Everything's with templates. And Everything's that, yeah. That bloody blows my mind because I it bloody blows it my bloody mind. because for pe like people who are doing like that like I don't even know how you're not an artist like you are an artist but not in but I don't get it because your shit is amazing. Yeah, <laughs> so how the hell like you can't? I don't know. It's just weird. Like uh, to me, I assume right away that everyone can draw if they can beat. You know what I mean? No. So it's like I, I I'm not a draw. My daughters can draw. My mm -hmm. husband can draw. I cannot draw for to save my life. Oh my I can God. draw like those patterns, like but there's a lot of erasing and yeah. But if I did 
winged it like yours, like I did before, but I really, I winged it, but I didn't because I would draw. Yeah. But then it drove me nuts because I wanted it symmetrical on the next side and then to get them all in place. And I think for me, that's that, like my art, I think that's where I think for mine it differs is because when I do my art, I'm not one of those artists that can just like freaking envision it in my head and like, oh, and then put it on a paper. I can't. Mm-hmm. I have to look at something. But when I do it, I can like make it almost identical onto a paper or something else. So I can, for me, that's like the, I think that's where when I put it onto and then I could do two vamps and they look almost the same. Yeah. It's because I can like recreate it that way. Like, because that's how I do my art, you know, yeah. I have to see something to draw it. So. And I hate that. Well, not that I hate it, but it's like, you know, the artists that just like, they do all these amazing things. I'm like, how the hell did you do that? Fuck, like, we're without... those artists, all right? No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like so jealous That's to true. see that. That's true. <laughs> it's crazy, though, like how people can just, you know, imagine something and then put it down on paper without it, them even seeing it. It's all in their brain. It's crazy. But then again, they might go through the same process as we do. And we think that it's that easy for them. Yeah, true. Yeah. We yeah. Don't. yeah. Very true. Very true. So, Leith. Let's get to our question. <laughs> this is the He's real beating like, table. Nah. I'm like, Lisa, well, are you good. there? Like, I just like, yeah, I'm here. I'm just listening to you guys talk. You know, that's, that's just, it's, it's nice to hear. Like, that's kind of, I think, maybe one of the things that I appreciate more now because I feel like I'm kind of in a different headspace where I don't, like, mind listening to people talk. Whereas before, I always seemed like I had something I had to do or I had to, like, think about, like, what am I going to be? who needs to be going where and all those things. And yeah, like it's a time to more self-reflect and think about myself. And I don't mind just listening. Like, that's cool. Like I'm just sitting here <laughs> thinking like, Oh, it's so nice. Like that they're sharing. And, and that's what people want to hear because they don't have the opportunity to listen to this kind of discussion. Yeah. So, I feel it's really so good with the four, the four speakers here. Yeah. There's a lot of dialogue, a lot of yeah, things getting awesome. talked And about. this is a real beating table. Like this is what, life is really like when we're sitting around just shooting the shit and but beating. a little bit worse no yeah. just kidding <laughs> yeah we're trying <laughs> to keep it tamed no so with that being said my first question is so um these are questions from listeners that we had uh generated or they had generated for us about two weeks ago and it's the first question is what are your favorite type of beads preferred finishes Oh, so who would like to take that on first? I like transparent and sometimes I like the mind, the Mayuki 15s. But if I could have the choice, I, I really like the, what are they, the glass cut ones? Charlotte's. 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 Yeah. I often love those. The yeah. With that nice shine on a one side. A 12 or a 13, I would love every color. So I would say I went through phases over the years. Started <laughs> with Charlotte's, Delica's. Well, no, actually, I think we started with regular seed beads, along with Charlotte's. I always knew Charlotte's from a kid. My mm-hmm. mother, it was like that, the expensive bead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then it went to Delica's, and then it went to the Miyuki's. And, and now I'm at a point now, if you look closely in the new beadwork that I did, I'm adding everything. I'm <laughs> loving them all now. And, and it's because I'm like, I have so many beads, so many sizes, so many different types. Uh-huh. I'm trying to add them all in. But that's, I love that too. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like not specific just, to no, just one no. kind. Mm-mm. It gives it like texture. Dimension. Yeah. Yeah. Dimension. Yeah. Dimension. Uh, for me, I, I 
we were joking. I think Jessica was on the show before and she's like, stop being a bead snob. But I I guess I am in a sense. I, I kind of really just like seed beads more than anything. I just like mm-hmm. the shape of it, how it turns out like and how it sits, I guess, for raised bead work, that part, you know, when you're doing flat, other things will work. Toho's work. Like I love Dalakas. the colors of those beads. They yes. have some of the most awesome colors. Yes. So it's like you can't beat some of those, like the the coloring on them and like the finishes are really nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, for me, I incorporate Miyuki and the Toho is mostly, that's what I stick to right now. Um, and then I'll add, like, I have like all multiple, like, like what you do, like, but I won't put it right into any of my raised stuff. I put it as the accent pieces a lot, like the centers or uh, whatever, the side piece. Yeah. Side the, the row. Yeah. The line. Yeah. I used to have... I really, really liked before I had, um, they were like antique glass cut beads. They were my great grandmother's and I was using them, but only for special things. Like my son has them on his uh, graduation set from mm-hmm. uh, grade six. And But would those be Charlotte's then or no? No, these ones were, they were like, almost tubular. Like the, three, the three cuts, tri oh, cuts. Okay. Yeah, these ones and they were, they literally look like somebody just took like a, like hack them all up and they all came out different they were all and they were actually really hard to work with though because some of them were long like tubes and some of them were and they're sharp so if you go to pull them tight it rips your whole um the thread so then you got to rethread and whatever so but they were the ones that i had were like almost like a really midnight blue and then they had like an iridescent shine on them yeah. so they were so freaking nice like but I ran out of them now. I put them on all different pieces. So I did a pair of well, my daughter's graduation outfit and it has those tri-cuts on there. And if you were able to flip over the vamps or the, there's about a million knot, I would yeah. knot it, knot it because <laughs> I knew that if you pull too tight, it was going to break. It snaps. So I was knotting every second yeah. row or something. So if something was snapping, it wasn't all coming off. Yeah. 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 You're not losing everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Elise, what kind of beads do you like? No. <laughs> In terms of finishes, I think I just like opaque beads. I I mean, I like the dimension of like um, matte beads and stuff like that. But I just like white small beads, really. The smaller, I, the better. Are you going to be getting any like that for traditions? No. Like the micros? Y- yeah. No, no, you can. People can source that out themselves. <laughs> it's, yeah. I mean, Grant, ha- Grant sometimes has them. Right now, I don't have any like to sell because I don't. I don't necessarily source them in bulk. Like when I buy them, I buy them by like the three gram bag. So that's not, um, yeah, that's not, uh, that's not something that I can, I can do because the, the um, what do you call that? The demand for it is so small and I don't want to just be carrying a lot of those small beads in hopes that somebody wants to use them because I think because it's so limited in terms of like the quantity, because they're very old that I would prefer people like source them source it themselves so that they're buying what they need not just to have a lot you know what i mean mm-hmm. yeah so i don't have a i don't have a uh, supplier like a bulk a wholesale supplier for that so people would have to just source them out but all you gotta do is write micro or antique size beads starting from like size 24 all the way up until size like 18 maybe 16 17 and you could find some or you could even ask grant because grant comes across them like i have some from grant and he had some at the uh, Seneca Museum for sale. So, yeah. I think I, think- I have a, a jar at the house, two of them. And they're no joke, man. I tried them and I was like, I don't have patience for this. I don't give a well, shit. maybe like, not super, super micro. I think the ones I had were like, 18s or 20s. If Mayuki made one size smaller, 
that would be awesome. Yeah. Right? Instead yeah, of a 15. Yeah, this is 15. Yeah. Yeah, yeah those are like actually pretty big 15s, right? Like yeah. if you look at the Charlotte's uh, 15, those are freaking oh, they're they're tiny. Yeah. 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 Like and not only that too, you have to also you got to get like a double zero thread. And for me, what ended up happening and like totally cutting my whole micro bead career was uh, <laughs> my needles. <laughs> I was so disgusted because the needles are very well. The ones at the time that I found were expensive. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. only found in the pack there was three at the time. Yeah, that's all they sell. Yeah, yep. and then you try to put them in and they snap immediately. Yep. So I was like, no, I'm done. <laughs> like, I ain't doing this shit. Like, yeah. It, like, because it just deters you from, like, wanting to continue. I was like, oh, fuck, I ain't doing this anymore. Like, I think they were either 18s or 20s that I was using and uh, nah. I crazy. have a strand. Is it a hank or is it a bag of beads? They're not, they're almost like a bugle bead, but they're Super, mm. super tiny. They look like pieces of, of not seeds, not even seeds, like pieces of hair. Like lint. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and, and yeah, I'd have to dig them out to show you them, but I've always wanted to use them on some, but I never knew what to use them on. Yeah. Because they're so tiny. Yeah, yeah and then the hole, mm. it's trying to get it through. I come across them again. Yeah. yeah. I almost feel like I bought them off you, Leith, your mom, years ago. Oh, it might be those small Miyuki ones. They're like white. No, these are brown. Maybe. I'm going to have to go search them out and show you. They're they're different. Yeah. Yeah. Get on out. Very cool. So, anything yeah. else? Any, uh, I know yes, we have, I have more. Lots, yeah. of, lots of questions. Okay, so, here's one. Um, if you, for some reason, we had to evacuate, right? Oh, that's the same uh, one I had. And you I could, think. Yeah. Okay, so, if, if for some reason you had to evacuate, and you could only bring three things off your bead table. What would you grab? Beads, beads oh. threads, and needles. Beads, and because beads then, them. and then for the rest of the stuff, I would hope to find something to use to, to <laughs> bead <Yeah>. on. <laughs> I'm sure there'd yeah. be a piece of denim somewhere I'd find. Or there'd be a, a nice there'd sharp. Be a rock you could cut your thread <laughs> yeah, off, yeah. Or, right? Or a piece of glass. I'd just cut it with my teeth. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. and too. and and you're saying three things, but you didn't say it. How many tubes of beads you have to grab? Yeah, <laughs> handfuls. Now. But you gotta say you're, but you have to evacuate. Oh, so you gotta um, think about that. You have to evacuate. You have three things, so we're getting really like sticker about it. So you said beads, thread, and needles. Mm-hmm. So beads and uh, thread and needles is easy, right? Yeah, we think. We think. So what kind of beads would you bring? If you're going quick, it's whatever's on your tray. <laughs> and you're yeah. going. Yeah, whatever. And you're going. So, so you make a stash of beads inside of that tree. That yeah, tray. Yeah, you, can we, just in case, you put it in your suitcase at the yeah. door. You want my bag or what is it? Your doomsday? Yeah. Uh, doomsday doomsday peppers. peppers, yeah. Your pepper. You yeah. stash that in your car. Yeah. <laughs> you, sure ready for you put it right under your bed. Ready to go. <laughs> and you put that next to your life straws. <laughs> I was just thinking that too. Um, like say... If you had to start all over, if someone, let's say you were just in the middle of nowhere and they said, okay, make moccasins, like, oh okay, so you have to start from scratch with your, your pattern and everything. You know what I mean? I think mm-hmm. that'd be pretty cool. And I was wondering how many people be able to do it because a lot of people have a hard time with patterns like we were already talking about. So yeah, that would be interesting. Challenge. Yeah, let's yeah. all go on the <laughs> island here. You're here, you're here. Can't do it. We'll go on that island out there, right? 
you know the oh yeah. we've been there <laughs> gold island yeah <laughs> With the youth center? When yeah, we, that, we uh, just survivor yeah. out there. We survived one night and we're like, we're out of here. <laughs> <laughs> With the paddle. It'd be interesting if we did that, like, and we got somebody else, another beater to get us the support, like to get us our supplies, you know, and then we would do that. Rather than one of us. <laughs> sounds the like, supplies like to see. Sounds like a challenge. It sounds, sounds like, like a good vacation. We get to go to an island. Like, yeah. yeah. We get to an island. As long as there's no snakes on there. Yeah. Yeah. There's probably snakes and poison ivy. Yeah. Oh, Christ. I'm oh, out. Oh, God. Margaret, don't go. But yeah, I'm done. I'm out. <laughs> I'm always covered in some kind of shit. <laughs> okay. So, another question. Um, What? Okay. So, I want one tool. It says, what tools? But we're just going to use one tools. What? Is the one tool a beater must have at all times besides pliers? And that, okay, so we're not going to say needles and we're not going to say thread. So something other than that. So we have pliers, okay. Agua? Well, I I always have my pliers there too, but I also like my little bead scoop for cleanup. Oh, okay. Uh, I don't know. I don't really use pliers that much. Well, no, I said so, any tool. No, I know. So I'm just like trying to deduct what you guys said. Like, what else would I use Wait. though? Marriott, have you or did any of you ever tried or they're like little flowers that they're like the l- rubber grips for pulling the needle? Oh, yeah. Those work pretty damn good instead of pliers also. The nipple pasties? Yeah, they're like a little pink flower <laughs> and it just yeah. like it grips the hell out There's of the it. There's the little round can... ones. They're like a rubber pad. Yeah, mm-hmm. those That's work what, really good That would be my tool. tool. That's a must. Yeah. yeah. I don't. All right. So this is the stupidest thing ever I know and I should not do it. But say if I don't have like pliers, I don't normally use oh, them. Don't use your, use your damn teeth. I goddamn use my teeth. My teeth <laughs> is horrible I because know. of that. Pulling the needle. I have One a special tooth for it now. Oh god! <laughs> no, don't I'll do round that. It out now. I use one tooth. I'm like, yeah. I'm... <laughs> Freaking, you're gonna tinker. Oh, fuck! I'm gonna have no. It's gonna have like a big groove in it soon. <laughs> Probably does already. You don't even Probably. know it. Oh, what? But what tool? Do you have a tool that you would say you Margaret, if I had one for you is your little pink my little scooper. Your little pink beadwork scooper thingy. (laughs) I used to use that one and then you shamed me all of you. I don't even know. Her little pink bathtub thing with a (laughs) bath. It looks like a flask, but oh, you have those flask. for sale at the store. I do. They're so, also yeah. for sale at traditions. Yeah. When we open, when she <laughs> opens, you can get yourself one. We're starting to bring it back. It looks like now. a hot water bottle. Yeah. Yes, that's yes, right. Yeah, yeah, one. So I used to use it years ago. My friend had given it to me. She was using it. And it was actually a handy tool. But now, Lise found them again. But they actually mm-hmm. have the padding in them. Mm-hmm. They have the, like, the, the bead, whatever, mat in it. So it's a thousand times better now because when I used to use it, it, it didn't have and it, it. Yeah. And it was like a bead soup. Everything was all in there and it was mm-hmm. a pain in the ass. So now the mat is in there. It's so much better. Like it depends, though. The only thing I would say is if you're using only a few colors, it's good. Mm-hmm. If you have mm-hmm. a shitload of colors, you need a bigger mat. So that's the only whatever. But yeah, I don't know if I would love that. Like I could probably find something else, but I don't know. like anything else. Yeah. The For other me, thing I would say is that that um hole punch that new one there with oh, the, the little one. Yeah, I still don't have, have one, but I want one. No, I don't have one either. You know what the little dial on there? Yeah, and is there's like multiple oh, sewing the manga sense? Yeah, yeah, that's a game changer. That. What is that? Owl, owl. 
<laughs> a chisel, no? I have, yeah. <laughs> Real old school. Volvo? Is that what you said? A what? A Volvo? No. That's what I thought Did you said. Did you say a Volvo? Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> God. <laughs> Too much I think, I think we all have one. Oh. <laughs> I don't use that. No. <laughs> I don't use that when I'm beating. <laughs> Thanks for asking. Oh my god. This is always getting right over like here. I'm going to go somewhere, but I'm not even going to bother. <laughs> oh, Christ's sake. Um, Our listeners are going to yeah. have a good laugh with this. <laughs> This is the real crazy shit. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, this is a question for you, Merit, specifically. And we talked a little bit about it earlier, but this is like just for you and what your thoughts are. It says, how does it feel to be the goat and inspire generations of beadwork? Woo! <laughs> <laughs> I said I knew exactly where that question came from. <laughs> I had the answer. <laughs> all this vulva talk yeah. <laughs> that actually wasn't my question but it i might have said it that wasn't. to you yeah. before okay yeah just oh, to yeah. clarify right. <laughs> so i like to stay humble <laughs> i don't want to this is a time you can be you can toot your own horn i mean not to toot your horn but the reality is is that you are and we already established that you you have inspired many people so what does it feel like? Like, does it feel good? Does it feel stressful? What? No, what, and when, when people say it to me, it, I, I, you know, you don't know how to take um, yeah. compliments sometimes. And you're, yeah. You kind of feel like you want to just shrink into your shoulders and say, okay, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> and hard, and, yeah. yeah. So, no, it, it feels good. I mean, I'll have my daughters at home. They'll be looking to her stuff or somebody's going to mention my name and they're going to point out like the legend, the legend. I'll use that one. (laughs) And and it it does feel good to know that I passed on an art form that was almost a dead art in this Mm -hmm. community. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. And and every time I see somebody's work and I see how well they've done and they've become like you guys white bead with and right in front of me here to see how well you guys do you guys are exceptional bead workers and i just know that i had a hand in in helping you guys out Mm -hmm. yeah in one way or another but i also at the same time i always have to give credit where credit's due because i also learned off of somebody else because we beaded with a great group of women for many many years Mm -hmm. we went almost well, we still get together, but not as often anymore. But that was what yep. twenty years straight we went. Twenty plus, yeah. Twenty plus yeah, 20. years. Yep. I have yep. to go with my youngest daughter because I was pregnant with her when I first started, and that was in nineteen ninety eight. We started, and then we started yep. meeting in two thousand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and all all the women sitting at those tables helped me out. I'll have to give name drop to Robin Delarone. Yeah. Who she patiently sat with me and helped me out. Anytime I asked her, she welcomed me over mm-hmm. to learn techniques. Um, Carla Delarone, who also Carla Womet, who mm-hmm. also has give us her expertise. She was <laughs> she was the mathematic person in there. Yeah. Teaching us. <laughs> I was like, wait, wait, how do you you know when you ask about how do you figure out is it a mathematical yeah. thing? Yeah. 
with the patterns. Damn. Well, she had that. Yeah. yeah. That was her skill. And then, of course, our, our Gail mentor, mm-hmm. who we all of us at that table, no matter what, have some something from her, mm-hmm. some technique, some history that she's given us. So I'm giving those names, but there's also Carla, uh, Cal, Allison, yourself. You brought stuff to the table, your mother, mm-hmm. you know, so it's um that's where it all comes from. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And then then are just trial and error with beadwork. And then, like I said, is bringing beadwork back to this community and our community is on the map. Oh, yeah. When it yeah. comes to beadwork. Yeah. yeah. We're on the map. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's actually insane how mm-hmm. like Gunawagis mm-hmm. beadwork has taken. I don't want to like toot our own horn, but you know, mm-hmm. like we're pretty famous for that. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were famous before, and once again, we're famous for it again. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. That's an excellent answer. That's so nice and so touching. With that being said, what is your favorite thing to bead? Flowers, birds, straight lines, rope stitch. Doug, what? We'll start with you. Um, geez, I never thought of that. Um, I like to just, I don't even know how to answer this. <laughs> I don't mind doing the rope stitch. And I i really like doing, you know, after you do the rope stitch, the lines, mm-hmm. which is another thing. <laughs> you couldn't just stop at one. She did two. Now she does three. Me, I'm like, I'm going to merit this. I'm going to put three of them. <laughs> I think I went to four. No. Did you? Oh, yeah. oh my God. Well, I like that. I like seeing the process of that. And once I'm finished, because that I find really completes it. And I remember when I first started beating around that time, nobody was doing an extra line. I'm like, what were we thinking? <laughs> now it's a must. It's a must, right? Yeah. And even one's kind of weak. You you kind of need two at the minimum, right? Yeah, minimum. So I like that. Oh, <laughs> uh, I have no, to. I think I think I agree with Dagwa with that one. And and once I. When I first start putting that line, I think it was my pair of moccasins that I did. And I only went from the vamp right at the corner, you know, where it meets your knee. Not, not the, the top, top part. part, but the bottom. And I went around and stopped there, but didn't. And I was like, yeah, not sure. If, yeah, halfway. It's mark. crazy. And I wasn't sure if I should do it. I'm like, should I do it? And actually, who I got that from is my mother, who I'm pretty sure she might have picked up from my couple of kind of old pieces or something. Cause you see that on there, yeah, the border yeah, plays you see a the big border, uh, yeah, it impact on how you're, yes, it yes. frames it, it frames it, yeah, a beautiful frame. Well, I was looking at one of my old pieces that I made too, and I think I, I think it was a picture frame, and I only edged the bottom too, cause I was like, oh my god, that's so much extra work, and now look at it, like you're doing three lines, and you even said you went up to four, like, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I, I enjoy doing that. Yeah. <laughs> For me, I would. I like doing the line. I hate the first line. <laughs> I like the other lines when it starts to like kind of all come together. The satisfaction and, of the second yeah. line. <laughs> and that's what I do. Like in the recent, my recent stuff, I do three. I think I did a few fours because I like how it's the raised and I find it just, I don't know what it is. It makes it like that valley kind of thing. Like it's like it creates this, I don't know what the hell it like draws your eye. It helps to draw your eye into the center of your it frames. It frames yeah. like this. Just more yeah. complete. Yeah. Um, the other thing that I really do enjoy doing is the uh, when you start raising the flower. That's like my mm-hmm. favorite part. Like when I'm doing that, I hate the centers. I'm not. a. Not, I just never know really what I'm doing or like what I want to do. But I like doing the um, the petals 
once it, you start raising the it, because actual raised beadwork, the raised part. part, because then I like to play with the colors and see if like what is in my head is actually going to come out on what mm -hmm. I'm trying to do. Because you know how it goes. I Sometimes it doesn't. The most frustrating part. I love it, me. I'm like, okay, here we go. I'm getting those colors on. Like, Can't wait till this damn flowers done. <laughs> and me, I love. I don't like love the doing the outline no, of it. Nobody likes no, that. Yeah, no, I think that's the least favorite. Yeah, part. but I love the once we start raising it. I'm like, oh my god, okay, here's the magic. Like it's it's starting now, you know. Mm -hmm, and you mm -hmm. see it. So, I have one weird question. So, do you outline everything, or do you do outline then you pedal it? Then do an outline, pedal it, or do you do all the outline? I outline it all, and then I'll <laughs> fill in. I do the same thing, too, because I don't want to go back to doing that shit. I yeah. want to get it all done. I do it. <laughs> and I'm the opposite now. Like, sometimes I will do all the outline, but I start, because I'm so excited to start that pedal and the color, I jump to it well, and I do that. That might be good, though, too, because a few times I did the outline, I did the double line in the flower, and then I didn't like the color. And then I just threw the whole thing out. <laughs> yeah. So people out there, Dugwell throws stuff out. So Shh. dig in her garbage. No? <laughs> I had people take stuff out of my garbage. <laughs> she will throw like moccasins. And I'm like, what the hell is wrong with you? Not a whole one. Uh, like a little vamp or something. Like fully beater lamp. Yeah. So Holy anyway. shit. <laughs> yeah. What the hell? <laughs> I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> the first time I ever seen her, I think it was in high school. And one of the girls I went to school with, she would sit there and she was doodle drawing. And I was in awe because I guess I had the artist in me and I would watch her doodle draw. And, uh, and she'd throw in the garbage. I'm like, what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> Put this in a portfolio or something. Like, Hold yeah. on to that. I yeah. actually stopped doing that. Because everyone was yelling at me and I have a little <laughs> basket on my hutch and I just fucking, I throw them in there. So there's a few in there now. Yeah. And the out. funny thing is if you, like a year from now and I go look at it and I'm like, there was nothing wrong with that at all. But at the time, it's yeah definitely. Wasn't your your deal. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. So I saved them now. All right, good. Oh, I'm, I'm like, I'm like, I did all this work so far. I'm going to make it work and use it. Yeah, that's how Tell I me, feel. I'm like nobody's ever gonna see it. <laughs> <laughs> It'll never see the light of day. Yeah, me too. I'm like, nah. I'm like, I invested time in this. We're gonna figure it out. Mm -hmm. The only time I've had to abandon is if you're using a certain velveteen where it, you just ruin it. Like, then mm -hmm. you gotta throw it out. Oh my god! Yeah, I struggle with that. I struggle with using outrageous colors of velveteen to match the colors. I can't do it. I can do you it. Can but use I outrageous struggle. colors? No. I always blame your your colors are very. You use Hard a lot of different colors. It's the velveteen. I use a lot of different colors in beads. I get I get creative and I'm daring with them. Oh, and sometimes it takes me like all I got to even put those beads onto that velveteen yeah. button. I'm like, it's gonna work. It's gonna work. Yeah. That one pair you did, I think it was for somebody's grad. I really loved the the color pop on there. It was like uh, you did the edging in turquoise, right? Was there one you did it in turquoise was, or was, was it a men's pair? Yeah. Yeah. That was awesome. Yeah. And those beads were, those beads came from New York City and apparently the store is closed. It was at Bead World, I guess. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I think they're online, though. Are they? They're not. Well, I think they're online, but they're not, no longer open, I think. Well, out of curiosity, I don't know if you can get them or Jessica or somebody can get these beads. I don't know what they're even called. Because they're different. I'd like they're, to try some different, different kind of beads. They're a different color to them. And just recently, somebody had given us beads. They opened, there was beads that were donated. And they, they gave us some bead workers, some some beads. 
And some of those beads were in there. And the color I even had that I was running oh. out of these browns. Oh, awesome. And I looked here, there's a name on it. And the company, it's not a company, it's another bead store in California. And I'm like, do I order? Do I not order? And the only reason why I don't want to order is because I know the shipping is I so dirty. Yeah. It's, so it's, it's hideous. But I found them again. And I don't know what they're called. I have no oh. name. Like, is there more beads? There's more beads. Yeah, there's like, more beads out there. I'm so limited <laughs> to just knowing what we use in town. Like, yeah, so. yeah. Well, that's like, Leith had gone, I forget where you were, in New Mexico maybe or somewhere. And she came home. She's like, I got you something. Like, she brought oh, me yeah. a, a, it was a vial of, a vial or a hank of um like these i find it so hard to find a true navy blue mm -hmm. like because they all go into purple or they go into whatever other color they're not mm -hmm. blue you know this color was the best color i had ever seen like i was mm -hmm. like oh my god i love them but i only had one two yeah. and i was like oh, yeah. oh my god what the hell am i gonna use them with now yeah. like yeah and i did use them but i was just like oh shit like i think i only have like a sprinkle of them left but I was like, oh, shit, what am I going to do? Like, if I run out, that's it. Like, I ain't getting any more, you know? Leith, is that the store in Santa Fe that you bought this bead for, for her from? The bead weaver, probably. Yeah. Yeah, I think I it was. I may have yeah. some. Oh, shit. People shouldn't be afraid of buying online. People shouldn't be afraid of trying to source beads from other places. And the bead weaver is an excellent store if you can go there. But if you can't, it's really good. Online? Like, even their online on their online and it's 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 excellent but but the best thing to do is to just google what it is you have or an idea of what you think the name is and then it'll come up and there are thousands of bead shops thousands little mom and, mom, mom and pop stores that will sell sometimes online too so that's a good resource because that's where i get all of my beads that i i don't use always my yuki i use all kinds of stuff and i just buy them online i take a chance you know, yeah, like whatever you can find. But if you have a lot of beads at home, then you should be using, like Merritt said, trying to use the beads that you have. <laughs> hey, 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 no. <laughs> because I don't like I have tons of stuff, too, and I'm trying to use all my own stuff rather than buying new. So. We were just saying that yesterday we we're at the store and uh, it, it's killing everyone right now because I'm like, I'm not open and people see me in there. Yesterday alone, I had about four or five people try to come in and buy beads. And I'm like, I'm not like I can, and I can't sell it right now because yeah. I'm like. I'm going to have nothing by the time I open. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So we were just talking about that. I was like, you can never have enough beads. Like, you always need more, you know, like. But yeah, people yeah. are poor. They're waiting. Yeah, you start a new project. And when you get a, the material to match your beads or match the beads, the material. And you're like, I thought I had this color. And no. <laughs> Sometimes it's just the <laughs> shade it's yeah. or the finish. Yeah, yeah mm -hmm. it's different. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I find like it's so dumb and sometimes it is wasteful, I guess, in the sense, because sometimes I do have those beads. But if I'm at the store and I don't have access to them, but I get that inspiration. <laughs> yes, I do. I put it in because I the, the inspiration calls for certain colors and I need to see that right away. So I just I buy mm -hmm. them, you yeah, know, and yeah. sometimes I get home and I'm like, great. I have like four tubes or two mm -hmm. tubes at mm -hmm. home. Then we know? do a, a bead swap. Somebody was just talking about that to do that, like a, a material swap. Not like, material or oh, beads. Yeah. No, but no. not like fabric material, but like all of our materials Stuff that we that use. Stuff you maybe have too much of. Like, uh, you know, at the youth center, they do the no waste. Uh, yeah. Oh, like yes, that. the market. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. To do that at the shop. Like, uh, like, like that. So many people, like, everyone had Miyuki's because, uh, not Miyuki's, um, Delica's, because everyone used, like, say, I don't technically care for them that much anymore but i know a lot of people who still use them for other projects and mm -hmm. it's like 
what am I going to do with them if I'm just sitting on mm-hmm. them? Like, what's the point? I start adding them in. Start adding yeah. them in. That's what I did with that last project. I added it oh in. Oh, my God. Here we go. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I donated all mine. Like, I literally got rid of them because I'm like, it was taking up so much space. And, you know me, I'm crazy with, like, things I, like, order. So I'm like, mm-hmm. I donated them, though. I gave them to people who were going to use them. Like, mm-hmm. what am I going to do with it? If, like, I'm not going to use it. She's you like, know? you're going to add them in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Put that shit on it. No? <laughs> okay. All right. So we- what we're going to do is we have, like, lots of questions, but we're going to do rapid fire because we're already going on almost two hours. And I know we have another uh, group of people who are coming in to use the studio. So yep. I want to make sure that we get enough time just to close up and do these little quick rapid fire. So the rapid fire is basically, you're just going to say one word. We're going to try to keep that one word. <laughs> Sometimes we don't owe people an explanation. We can choose not to answer or we can choose not to explain. So whatever the answer is, that's what it'll be. Yeah. Got it, ladies? Got it. So we're going to, uh, I'll just, I'll probably just answer last just because I'll let you guys do the eye thing when you're looking at each other and who's going to go first. <laughs> Sound good? Because I don't, I can't Are we going in order or just jump right in? Whoever's ready. You guys will decide, like, you guys will decide yourselves, yeah. like, because you'll have that, like, you know, you read each other's body language, like, oh, I don't know if I can do this, and your face goes, like, weird or whatever. So, do that. Okay? Okay. Well, that's how it is, really, right? Okay. Yeah. So, do you, be, now, these are questions that might have been answered before, like, two years ago, or even last year, but it's always good. Sometimes people change, you know, people are maybe Refresh. in the perimenopause or menopause or <laughs> all those kind of things, what? and sometimes the time... Can I change your answers? Okay. So the first question is, what is your favorite time of day? Bedtime. Bedtime. Yeah, me too. I love it. Maybe it's a morning. Okay. Do you bead for the wearer or viewer? Wearer. What? Do you bead for, like, Do say you you're making moccasins. Do you bead for the wearer or the viewer? I bead for the wearer, which means that usually when you look at it, it's upside down. Oh, but I don't care about who's looking at it. I just want a person who's wearing it to look beautiful. I guess I, I wear, it, uh, I'll wear it uh, for the viewer, I okay. guess. Mine is either or. Okay. What size thread do you use or do you prefer? I like the D. Thread. D size thread. Yeah, yeah. I like D. D. <laughs> I just, okay. It's supposed to be one word. Eh? <laughs> yeah. That's okay, but that's good. Like, you want to talk? You can talk more. Let's see. Well, talk about the D. Well, I was super excited because I just ordered off of Etsy and I got the Naimo D. The D? And I'm so awesome. excited about it. And I'm super excited about, like, uh, waxing my thread. <laughs> Before, sometimes I wouldn't do it all the time. And now I'm addicted to wa- waxing my thread. <laughs> so that's good. I like O sometimes. So. What's that? Super small? What... No, double O is super small. Is that small. a micro I like thread? Double o and... Yeah, double O is what I use for like my micro beads. O is good, but it depends on like how you want your beads to stay. Like depending if you want move, like if you want movement in your beads, right. you can use a like a size O for fifteen. It'll give a lot of movement. If you use a B. It gives a little bit of movement. If you use D, it might not give any movement. Right, if which is good a, for some good. flowers, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Keep it tight. Yeah, so keep it tight. Exactly. Okay. Uh, do you have a favorite item to bead? For myself. No. <laughs> okay, I'm... that's a good answer. That's a good answer for yourself. Items for yourself? That's what your answer is? Yep. Okay, cool. Actually, I'm lying yeah. because I don't ever bead anything for myself. <laughs> But like about beating it to give it as a gift or something, 
when it's not an order or when yeah. I don't need some cash, then that's the best. Yeah. When it's no yeah, pressure. I like that idea too. When it's just something you want to do because it's, it's nice. Yeah. For somebody else. That's what I like. I have to agree with that one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mine too. Mm-hmm. It's like the inspired, uh, yeah. Inspired really? shit. What is your favorite cake flavor? Chocolate. Ugh. Vanilla. <laughs> Changed with age. <laughs> mm, like cake box? Like out of the box? I don't know. Anything. Any kind of cake flavor. I like all of them. Okay. I like carrot uh, cake. Oh, carrot cake. Minus, yeah. With no, no raisin sometimes. But it's no. going to be moist. It's going to be some dry, stupid thing. I don't know yeah. about cake, but I like a uh, pecan boy. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, that's good. Okay. <laughs> you take Where did this question come from? <laughs> do you take orders no no not anymore i'm trying not to yeah i'm lying to I, I have a hard time saying no and um that means hit her up no, no don't hit me up <laughs> don't hit me up please it's a it's a it's a thing like when you feel like it right when i feel like it which is not really too often like maybe mm-hmm. one order a year like you know i like don't I, yeah i prefer not to do an order i'd like to be able to bead what I want and then mm-hmm. do what I want with it. But um, sometimes it's too hard to say no. And uh, I have mm-hmm. a few orders now. And, and me and Dougwa okay. joke about how, you know, like sometimes people will catch you on a good day and you say yes. yes and, then and you're like, what the hell's wrong with And the next day it's like. Yeah. yeah. But also it's nothing personal to the listeners. It's, yeah. It has nothing yeah. to do with you and everything to do with us. It's like. <laughs> Not you, it's me. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm sure we would all love to beat everybody. Yeah. That's why nobody really wants to take orders, right? At this, yeah. I'm like, at this age, we're saying no to orders because <laughs> we've done a lot of orders already. Yeah. I might actually try to next year live off orders. Good well, luck. Yeah. <laughs> I might. Uh, but then the thing. I've already had people hit. I've already. Yeah. Like, I might realistically try to just not work and maybe do orders, maybe. I like that idea because I'm kind of semi doing that right now. Uh huh. But the thing with orders is there's a, a deadline. There's a specific, you have to do whatever you're doing, right? And yeah. if you're doing it like to live off of or to have that extra money, which is what I usually do, it's usually to support mm-hmm. me and, you know, stuff like that. So I find the orders get in the way because I want to bead whatever I want and I could just post it on Instagram and sell it. I know there's yeah. somebody that's going to want to buy it and I could just... You know, like instead of doing a whole set, then it's going to take so long. It's going to take so long for me to get paid, you know, when I could just do a, a pair of mogasins and a medallion or a ring or whatever. And I could get paid that same amount within two weeks instead of a month over a month. Technically, it takes me really long to get started with my mm-hmm. orders. So sometimes I'd rather do that. That's why I'll I'll be little things and then I'll post them. Mm-hmm. That's what I find like too, like. Because I used to do that as well. Like that was, well, that's kind of what I'm doing too. I do have the story. Yes. But that doesn't generate all my money. Like it's my shit that I'm beating. But I find locking yourself into big orders. Like it that's more time. Yeah. That's not something I recommend for people who like want to, unless you have it like where you're getting the money in advance or if you're doing like, well, you, yeah, you still I mean, have to play have around to... with certain things, but yeah. I find you lock yourself in for, say, it'll take you three or four months, then you're getting a payout, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, when because you need that money like yesterday, or, yeah. you know, so that's the only thing like, I think it's doable to, to live off of your beating if you're doing smaller projects. Say. Yeah, you have to constantly yeah. have 
stuff. So that's where Go I find on. orders are getting in the way because I want to pro- like I want to make something like once a week or every two weeks and, and have like or have a few. Doesn't have to be a big thing if yeah. it's keychains or rings or whatever. Something fun and something like yeah, get out of your system almost. And then yeah, like she said, the orders take up a lot more time, and then you're not getting paid, and you're not beating something else because you're beating an order. Yeah. So. And it's like sucking the life out of you, you know. <laughs> Someday at retirement, we'll be all glad we have this <laughs> yeah. because we can fall back on it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When mm-hmm. we can't see it and we're all arthritis in our fingers. <laughs> oh, no. If Gail Mentor was able to do it, we can exactly. do it. Yeah. Really? Okay. She no. can, yes. Well, I'm just thankful that yeah. I don't wear glasses and I don't need any right now because I couldn't imagine. <laughs> I'm like me. Like... I know when we get older, I was thinking how difficult it's going to be for us to bead probably and we probably won't even be able to bead as fast as we do now or yeah. produce things like as quick like what i said we knew gail mentor and she was our what? elder and she had and she, her her hands arthritis took really? over in her hands i wasn't fortunate yeah. enough to she, ever get to meet mm-hmm. her but i mean i obviously heard about her and seems like yeah yeah she was an inspiration uh, yeah, yeah right like she inspired yeah. all of you mm-hmm. so it yeah. would have been nice. Yeah. I'm so sad. It was only yeah. after she had passed and that I learned that that's my, that's my mother's great aunt. That mm-hmm. was my mother's grandfather's sister. And there, that oh. story was like different too, because my great grandfather had a whole family, which would have been my, mm-hmm. my great grandmother and, or no, sorry. No. Yeah. My, whatever, whatever, somewhere up the line, but he had this whole family and then his wife had passed. Mm-hmm. And then yep. he remarried, and then he had in his seventies had Gail and mm-hmm. her brother. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, yeah, so oh. that's that's how it's it's Gail would be my great great aunt. Yeah, and it would be my yeah. She told us a story about her brother who passed away on the Quebec Bridge. Yeah, and yeah, that he would have been a yeah she was and he would have been a hundred years old at that time. Yeah, yeah, yeah that was my yeah. great grandparent, yeah. my great somebody, great grandmother's uh, brother. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's crazy, but yeah, I was really sad to find that out only after she had passed. Mm-hmm. I was like, I had never known any of that, and my mother knew. Like, she just never, you know, like yeah. she would see her or whatever, like and, relatives, like anyone. Yeah, and uh, I can't say that on my the Daibo side we're super close though. Like mm-hmm. Gail, that's she. It was she's uh on the Daibo side, like my Daibo side. Mm. Oh so, yeah, but yeah, I was uh I was like oh like. I don't know. You know, it would have been nice to, to go sit and visit and talk with her yeah. and learn. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I don't even know what she looks like. Maybe you could post a picture on Honestly, your, I find table. there's so much. I can't put a, a face. Like, I never, I obviously never spoke to her or met her or even seen her. I just mm-hmm. only heard of her. So I see such know. a resemblance with my mother and her. But there's a lot. Like, there, I, we just have, there's a family picture and you see traces of all of them in like yeah, everybody's yeah. face. Like, like Donnie Gilbert, that would have been her uh, her great nephew too. Like mm-hmm. all of them, and uh, you could see it. Like it's the shape face. Like she, I find she looks a lot like my auntie Evelyn. Like there's they all yeah. have their own look, but they're all a little bit different, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Um, so the next question is: um, Do you have a favorite bead or fabric color? Favorite bead or fabric color? Like velvety. Well, let's skip that one. We're gonna do this one because I just got kind of down just a minute. So sorry about that, ladies. <laughs> um, uh, what do you spread on your toast? Butter. Butter first. Recently, I've been using avocados. I try I not like to butter. even eat toast. 
It's a lot of carbs. <laughs> I love it too. And we all love toast. I'll eat four it's of them. Bread. You gotta say bread. 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 No, bread. Toast is. It's a step up from yeah, bread. Like, yeah, I wouldn't just eat a bread, like, but I'll eat a toast like, with a cheese. Like, I do a cheese and a jam. Like, oh. and then I do. Yes. <laughs> Not together. One on one. Oh. Sweet and then salty. Savory, yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. A game changer with grilled cheese. You have to go to 22 grain bread. Mm, I'm yes. down for that. And grilled cheese. Yes. Oh, my God. Has anybody ever tried the... Apparently, the best way to make a grilled cheese is if you use mayonnaise and not butter to grill it. I see it, no, but I haven't, I haven't no, tried, I haven't tried it. it. It's to make it really crispy. A little like, extra. Really well, there's 22 grain. That's exactly what it does. It makes it nice and crispy on the outside. And yeah. It just, it's like... We used to, when my grandmother was still alive, that was our go-to meal. Me and her, I'd be mm-hmm. like... Mama, you want like uh, a grilled cheese and we'll make a tomato mm, soup. That's what we always yeah. have it together. <laughs> oh, but my my mother and my grandmother used to only buy like a hundred seed. Uh, or yeah, grain. Yeah. I was like, oh, at first I didn't like it. But then I was like, oh, shit. There's like that extra like yeah. shit in it. So you fold your laundry right away. No. So I'm very spoiled. Especially oh! when Dustin's home. <laughs> I come home almost every other day and he has all the laundry done folded and put on the bed. Oh my god. To put away. Yeah. I'm Mine's really actually spoiled right now. Still on the couch there in the basket. <laughs> Mine is like dirty secret. My laundry room always looks like a goddamn dump. And it's just because we all don't get to it and there's four of us and which is not an excuse because there could be a million. But none of us do it. So it all it could be clean. But there's like a mountain mm-hmm. of it in the laundry room on the floor all the time. I'll have to send you guys a picture. Yeah, send them over. <laughs> um, salty or sweet? Sweet. Salty. Both. Salty then sweet. Yeah. Or oh. Actually, you have a something sweet and then salt. I was already <laughs> like the jam and the cheese. Yeah. You need balance. <laughs> you need balance. I think salty and sweet as well. And the last question. Any advice or beating Yoda wisdom to share with our listeners? Anybody? Yoda. Don't be scared Yoda. to try your own patterns, templates, mm. designs, because that's the only way that you're going to get better is doing it on your own. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's probably the best advice. Yeah. Because nobody can do it for you. You could ask an experienced beater what to do, and they're going to tell you it's kind of like it's not helping you. You got to do it your own. For me, I would have to say everyone does it, but um, try not to let it like steer your direction. But when you compare your stuff to everybody else's all the oh. time and, and it's fine, that's OK to do because that's, that's how you grow. That's how you get inspirations. You change up your stuff. But I have been in that space where I have seen other people's stuff to the point where I'm like, my stuff sucks because it doesn't look like that. And then I don't want to do anything. You know, so you kill your own vibe after that. So mm-hmm. don't compare or try not to or don't let it limit you. You know, don't be afraid to go out of the box. Yeah. Yeah. Do your own thing. Do your own thing. Experiment. And all you can do is cut it off. If you don't like it. Or throw it in the trash. Oh, no. <laughs> cut it off and you take yourself on Facebook. Because <laughs> that's what I did. Cut your work off and video it and show it off. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. You change this shit up. Yeah. Rip it out. Everyone Wait, knows. You videotape yourself 
cutting I've, it? I've done. Yeah. I videotaped yeah. it. Oh, yeah. I'm going to have to go search. It's like, yeah, you like this? You think it's good? I don't. <laughs> no, I don't know. I think I have one post. I don't know where it's at. It was, it was just a few ago. months ago. No, didn't you just I do one? I don't know. I'd have to go look back. But yeah. <laughs> so everyone who is listening, if you've ever taken a class by Merit, <laughs> everyone mm. jokes about it that if you don't like it, if it doesn't look the way you want it or you're not sure, Rip that shit out. She would always tell everyone, cut it out. Just cut it and change it. Fix it. Get it. Do it the right. Do it the right way the first time. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, or whatever. You know what I mean. And if you didn't cut it off yourself, I took my <laughs> yes, scissors and I cut, cut it, off it off. for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> cut it out or rip it off. Yeah. <laughs> and that, yeah, don't be afraid to change it up. Like, it's astonishing how many times I have given classes where people are like, well, I did all this work and I'm not taking it off. Mm-hmm. But they hate it. They don't like it. So I'm like, but why would you keep that if that's not what you like? You're just settling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, don't yeah, settle. Yeah. Like you want your stuff to look nice. You want to feel proud of what you're doing. Then you have gotta, no regrets. Have yeah. no regrets at the end. Like you said, they don't even like it themselves and they keep it. Like, yeah. Why? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. No. Yeah. Change it and do what you want to do. And if you take a class. Be patient and go with the class. Don't go on your own and come back to class and say, oh, I don't care for it. No, be patient and go with what the teacher tells you to yeah. do. Because otherwise you're not learning. You're just doing what you know yeah. already. At the end of the class, when you're done, you did your own piece, but you, you did your own piece. You didn't, yeah. Yeah, you, yeah, you did your own piece. You didn't learn from the teacher. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Which is a waste. Which is a waste. Yeah. Yeah, yeah definitely. Well, ladies, that was a very successful bead table conversation. I'm so glad that everyone was able to come in on the icy conditions of Ganawaga and the foggy conditions over here. Anybody have any final words? I just want to say thanks for having me on. I'm all pumped up to go sew up another pair of moccasins with a three inch <laughs> whatever seam oh, uh, space. Three inch challenge. The three inch challenge. So now. <laughs> for having me on yeah i think i'll go home and hop onto my cuffs see where i can go with them i'm gonna go to bed no (laughs) i also had one one more question which is what i was always wondering about maybe for the next show or if somebody knows i always wondered who the beadwork artist was or if there's probably multiple but who they are that actually bead the graduation picture frames here from oh yeah when you graduate from Gurdinuha or Kateri, you know, the little oh, I don't know grad with the year, because uh-huh. those been, yeah. everyone has one of those. So does anyone know who no the idea. artist is of that? My only guess would be, I think, I want to say Vicky from Wolfsden, but I can't be sure. But oh. they, Wolfsden used to have some that were very similar, same size almost. And she was the main uh, producer of them. But I don't know, like, I, this is only a guess. Mm-hmm. I've ever seen them. I know one year we did some for Indian Way School. There was a crew of us that did it. And then I almost want to say, was did Robin have a hand in doing that? Because then they used to have those beating sessions in schools. What were they called? With the kids? There was a name for it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I know what you mean. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I don't know if that was. I don't know if they did them, though. But just like any house you go into at Gunawaga, you're going to see one of those. Yeah. And it always or has you a haven't seen on one? Usually. No, I never it saw one. It yeah, they do a year. So every year they're they're busting them out and they have to supply both of the schools. So they're, they're, they're doing just a little, really yeah, they're job. like 
tiny little. Yeah, I don't know who it is either. I, my son has one actually. He when he graduated from Gordonuha School, he got one too. And I think I just saw one recently somewhere. But yeah, but no, I don't know who makes them. So anybody knows out there in Gondwana who makes those beaded picture frames that all the lucky the graduates from the elementary schools, the KUC graduation classes anyway. Yeah. Um, let us know because it'd be interesting to see who it is because I have no idea. Yeah, because that's a consistent thing. Like, how many yep. years you think? Forever. I think I, I had one. Yeah. Grad. My really? kids have one. Yeah. 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 And be interesting too. Unless it's somebody your kids are gonna have different. One of those yeah. Two. Mm-hmm. Well. Yeah. That's oh. a big order to take on. Big Ooh. responsibility. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Because you see some of the class, there's thirty and forty graduates. Yeah. 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 They're they're kind of simple, but it just they never changed over all the 40 years. years. They're really? all <laughs> the same. Like never saw them. Oh my god! I'm yeah. gonna send you a picture. Okay. Or <laughs> post it or. All right. So we will wrap so it up. So everybody, I hope everyone has a good rest of the day or evening, depending on when you're listening. And again, yeah, we'll go out to everyone who is in studio and to our producer. And uh, we are kicking off the third season of the Beating Table. So. Get ready for what's coming next month. Who knows what that will be, but you know, it's always oh, interesting. I want to recommend oh. a guest. I wonder if you could get Gugwi yes. Dane on here. I know she's she's not always in town, but if you could, could try to hook up too. with her and see when she's available, because oh, I think she would be an awesome guest to have on the show. Yeah, call her in. Call any old Gugwi Dane. <laughs> <laughs> All righty, so we have people, I think, waiting. So yeah. we're going to wrap it up. So now we'll go, everybody, and on a The views and opinions of the guests expressed in this podcast do not reflect those of Redivise and its employees.